What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm Johnny Morton, joined by my beautiful wife. This is a new tagline you've sort of Carla. added in. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, line. I did. Is, is it going to be always that? Always? No, that? it'll change. Oh. It'll change. Oh, oh well. Um, I'll, I'll just stick to it while we can. Okay. Yeah, we just... is. If you've listened, then you tell a lot of times we're just sort of off the cuff and hope we don't say something. Hope I don't say something Mostly that you, means yeah. we have to redo it or Retake. change something. So hopefully not. Um, how are you, sweetie? I'm good. It's just part of just the kind of go with the flow. Part okay. of the go with the flow. Gotcha. No, um, we really do have a plan. We do have a plan. In fact, actually, it is a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So, yes, but you won't and probably hear this until... Until after, after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But it's the idea that it's we're, we're on the holiday season. We're going to we be are, in yeah. between the two This is sort of the ones. official beginning because, you know, in our... As soon as Halloween's over, all the Christmas stuff is out. We oh, sort of skip Thanksgiving then, stuff. Yeah. But, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, that sort of a concentrated holiday time that can be an awesome, fun time for families. But if you're not careful, it can also be a big time stressor because of all the other things to go associate with it. So what we want to talk about today is... Boy, how do you really not just survive the holidays? How can you really thrive? And how can your marriage deal with a lot of the issues that come with it, but do it in a healthy way that really makes you stronger? Because that's really what our goal is here, just help you build stronger marriages. Um, all right, what would you say if you had to say one thing for how to really thrive during the holidays what would be you get one piece of advice here babe oh that's it that's it we'll we'll cover more but i'm just giving you one um probably if i just had just one just one i only get to say one thing yeah you can build a lot off of it okay well i think what i would say is i think most people in today's world we try to overdo and that can be in every single area of the holidays. And I think that ends up taking away from maybe some of the real significance of the holiday or what could be some of the real um, richness of it because we are so stressed and so overwhelmed. And because there are so many good things, we end up being overwhelmed and just... You know, it's kind of a mess for a lot of people, unfortunately. Okay, you mentioned sort of something, the, the real meaning. Now, while we teach and we do all of our seminars and we do our podcasts and everything we do is from a biblical perspective, I think it's obviously not just people who are Christians that struggle. I think everybody can struggle during the holidays. And so the advice we're going to give and talk about, I think it goes across to anybody. And yeah, you said it. I think there's so many things. Most of us in our lives right now are so overscheduled anyway. And suddenly you throw the holidays in on top of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's not like we say no to all the other stuff. It's just add more to it. So let's talk what I think is probably real key. And it goes hand in hand with what you said. And that is have a plan. 
A plan for how to navigate the holidays. Yeah, to how you navigate the holidays. And you that's sort of right up your alley. You know how you love your list and making plans and oh, yeah. doing all those things. So in, in thinking about making a plan for how you're going to really thrive during the holidays, what are some things that you think, hey, you need to consider? You've already talked about one, not overdoing it. I, th- I think the tendency is for every opportunity there's the church thing, there's the neighborhood thing, there's the school thing, there's the family thing, there's the, you know, you name it, there's the event around Christmas, around holiday time that you can go take your kids to and all that. Yeah, that's just if you're staying at home. And for a lot of people, holiday time is a travel time because they're going to see parents, they're going different places. Yeah, so you add the travel on top of that. But I would say, would you? What was the question? I lost the question. What was the question? We're going back to the idea that have a real plan. Oh, a plan. Yes, a plan about either a couple of things. One, maybe decide a couple of things that, as a couple, and if you have kids, as a family, that you want to do. But there's fifty things you could do, but maybe the reality is you pick two, or three, or four. But you don't pick 20 because then that again is it's almost like we live like this. Oh, my gosh, as if this might be my last Christmas. And it might. But then like, okay, it's just sort of sensory overload. Yeah, And so like maybe pick two or three. That way you can say, okay, these are the things we're going to do. Have a plan schedule wise Two, have a plan money wise. Now I realize if you don't already have a plan and now we're a month before Christmas, basically this may have to be for next year. You can still sit there and say, set a limit on how much you're going to spend. I think even at this stage, a lot of times couples get into trouble because they are, and it's a stress on your marriage, on your family, because you don't have a good plan going in and you end up spending way more than you anticipated. And so then you get to January and now you're really overwhelmed and let down and you owe money. Yeah. It's like you think you've gotten through the stress that the holidays can bring, the hubbub, the traveling, Christmas morning parties, doing everything, nothing sort of in the ordinary schedule. And you're thinking, ooh, I'm by that. And then comes the Visa bill or the MasterCard or something else. And so I think, again, a plan with the schedule, a plan with the money. I think a plan for, again, how you're going to do your families. Let's go back to money. Oh, money. Yeah, we're not done talking about that. We're not about money, okay? Yeah, I I think just great advice and great plan. This is something we started, and it really just started because primarily where you work, they had it. They have like a Christmas account. And so what they did, the hospital where you work, they just took out and you designated how much will be taken out every month. And so that way comes Thanksgiving, Black Friday time. You got all that money in an account. And it's that not really beca- that much. Yeah, but, I know, know, but that becomes, really yeah, that's becomes what you're going to, you can put as much as you want it. So oh, it's yeah. like a budget. You put whatever you want to, but it keeps you from just really going crazy. Yes, I would say that again. So if you hadn't already done that, you'd have to start that now for next year. But it is a really wise thing to, I have to say this, we have, and we haven't done tons of podcasts on money. We'll probably do more in the future. We've done some around the idea of the conflict and the stress that can come when you don't do your finances well. We made boatloads of mistake early on. I have to say, this is probably the one area where we 
don't really put anything on our credit cards during Christmas per se, and we don't end up in January owing any money. And y'all, that's not any, um, that's not like yay us. It's just we didn't really have it to do, and we had to make a plan to say this is what we have to spend on Christmas, and this is it. And we just we just couldn't go over that. But at the end of the day, oh my gosh, that is so much better than having a debt that you got to pay off from Christmas. Yeah, so that's really good advice, especially some of you young couples that are just starting out. Go ahead and sort of establish that pattern, and then as your family grows, you can add more because you know it's going to be more stuff for the kids. But even if you're not just starting out and you're just tired of owing money, more money at the end of Christmas when you get into January, hey, go ahead and start now. Set some limits, actually plan and budget for the for the holidays. And going on to that, you talked about, and you started to, if I interrupted you, just this idea of, boy, for us as believers, we celebrate the birth of Christ. Um, and we want to make sure that that's at the forefront. But it could be something else. You could be Jewish. You're going to celebrate Hanukkah. Uh, there's Kwanzaa celebrations. There's all sorts of things that go on during the holidays. And so what you want to do is, hey, what are things to really make this meaningful to our family? Yes. Um, I think that, again, and that kind of goes back into the priorities of what do we really want to schedule to try to do? What's important to us? But I think the other thing, when I said family, I was also thinking about the idea of, the reality is it gets stressful at times in how to balance, you know, your nuclear family. And that may just be you and your spouse, or it may be you, your spouse, and your children. But now you've got your parents, his parents, or maybe your mom and your dad and their wife or your step, you know, I mean, and they, so you start having lots of places that there's this um, responsibility or this, I don't know what you want to say, that you've got to end up being there. And you sort of feel the pressure. And a lot of young couples sometimes do this, and they're trying to get everywhere and be everywhere. And again, every family... Yeah, it's like that movie, I think, Four Christmases. You're going place <laughs> to place to place to place. And every couple, um, and this is what we've been encouraged you to do, as a couple, you figure out what works for you all. And we say this to couples when we're sometimes doing their premarital stuff even, that, hey, this is a place that early on, and it will obviously change it with children, without children, aging, you know, all that. But you need to think about what what works for you all and sort of build in some of those parameters around what you want your Christmas to look like as a, as your unique family. Yeah. And I think that's, what's cool that, you know, you want it to be what you want for your family. We talk about, you know, establishing a vision and this sort of goes part of it. What do you want the holidays to mean to your family? And for some it's cause, Hey, we want to go be with the rest of our family. That's, we grew up that way. We still want to do it, but that's always a challenge when you're divided, but more important, Hey, figure out, like you said, what works for you and, and start establishing those boundaries and those traditions that are really end up binding your family together. And I realize that that, again, is going to look so different for every family, and some years it may change or flex. But I think talking about that, because what we find is with a lot of couples, that ends up being some, 
areas of contention. Yeah. Because so, and sometimes they haven't verbalized, they haven't really expressed how they feel and what they might like their Christmas as a couple and as a family to look like. And so I think that's important if you haven't talked about it, that you really have some open, honest, safe conversation about that. You yeah, should. and it doesn't have to be the same thing every year. No, it, it definitely just, may look yeah. different. And for some people, they like that, hey, we want to do the same thing every year. But you figure out. There is no, quote, right way. Exactly. Um, I think the other piece about the holidays that we want to mention is that the reality is holidays can be really hard for a lot of different reasons. I mean, if you're in a place in your marriage right now that you're struggling a little bit, that it's not where you want it to be, you're working on things maybe, but you're not where you want to be, holidays sort of magnify everything in our lives that are not right. And maybe it's the commercial you knowization of it and the the pictures and the songs and everything that Hallmark makes us, movies. Yeah. It snows, they kiss, everybody's happy, the gifts are there, it's beautiful, families are together. It always works out in the end. It always works out. And the reality is for some somebody listening, this may be gonna be a really hard season of, of Thanksgiving Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like your pain and your troubles they get magnified when you see everybody else and enjoying it. Quote, and not, quote, yeah. Yeah, from what you can see. And that sometimes you can feel like... I'm so alone. Yeah, you're so alone in and that. And this is so hard. And so there can be a, a true heavy hardness, grief, when you're going through the holidays, depending on where you are. For us... um. We, we sort of have a mixed bag. Um, Kemper, our middle son, was a Thanksgiving baby. Yeah, and for a so, long time, that was, yeah, it was so a that lot was, of fun. That was a fun time. Kemper, um, for those of you that have or have not listened to some of our story, which is at the some of the beginning podcasts, Kemper's our middle son. And he was, he was really, God really used him to sort of bring a lot of healing to my heart. And um, he was a kind of surprise baby, but it was a surprise, and then it was a Thanksgiving baby, and so that was kind of cool. But we also have really hard years of holidays because, again, part of our story is that Johnny and Zach left at Thanksgiving. Actually, we left on Kemper's birthday to go to California for his heart surgery that Zach never came home from. And so Zach died right before Christmas. And so our Thanksgiving and our Christmas season are so tied together with the fact that our family, after that morning of sending y'all off on the train, our family was never um, together again on this side of eternity. And so... so, Yeah, so for those first years afterwards, it it was terrible. And, and and it's hard, and even still to this day, there are pieces. Um, I think Kemper, actually, who has a birthday tomorrow, so happy birthday, Kemper. Yeah, he's still struggled in celebrating his birthday yeah, all these years since. It's tied to uh, a hard place. And, and so I think for sometimes we have to own the fact that holidays, for various reasons, maybe you lost your parent at the holiday. Maybe this is your first holiday without a parent. 
or without a significant person in your family. And so, yes, you've got your spouse, maybe you have your children or not, but there are other losses that you feel the weight of. And so I think we have to acknowledge that. Yeah, and I think the thing to say is, it's okay to grieve during the holidays. Absolutely. It's okay not to feel excited and not to get, you know, get caught it. up in all the hubbub and everything else. And, you know, I know sometimes we almost feel like our grieving is a burden on other people. It is. But you need, and it is. But you need to do what you need to do to get through those holidays. I know for us, it was really hard and sort of reestablishing traditions that we had uh, for years. I just like, I didn't want to do Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, because no. Because it yeah. was such a reminder if you were, of If you recall, Zach. that was some of our, I hate to call them fights, because we really try to talk to people about handling conflict and not fighting. It was but, some of our disagreements. Yeah, but it was way. probably might be the real... F word in the sense of fight, F word. Yeah, fights. Thank yeah, you. Fight. Yeah, be careful yeah. when you say Yeah, I said, I, I clarified what it was. It was yeah. a fight word. And so, because again, so my, my last point around that is sometimes emotions are really on, we're really on edge. The emotions are running high. If, and so if you know that about your spouse, if you know this is a season they struggle with, if you know this is, going to be a season that's going to be unusually hard because of something that's transpired this year that is going to change the dynamics of what this holiday season looks like. Then I think we've got to be prepared for that. Yeah. Just like we say, prepare the schedule, prepare your money, be prepared. Yeah, that know it, that it's going to be, it's going to be a hard time. And that we, what we want to do is try to lower the expectations of the fact that this is not a Hallmark commercial or movie. It is okay if it is not a picture-perfect thing. You know, we can acknowledge that this is sort of a difficult time. And, and I think on top of that, there's, boy, there's a lot of resources out there for how do you deal with the holidays when you've experienced some sort of a loss. Yeah. It could be that the, a marriage is split up. It could be, as you said, the loss of a parent, the loss of a child, or some other significant loss. You don't have to go through it alone. There's grief counseling groups. There's, you know, how to deal with the holidays when you're in grief, how to deal with some of those situations that come up. Hey, don't try to go through it alone. I think that you know, this is where the beauty of the body of Christ comes in, where scripture talks about to bear one another's burdens. And this is one of the places that you may need to. And I guess right now we're also speaking to those people who, you know, other people yeah. that holidays are going to be a hard time and you're not ever sure what to do. Hey, it's never a wrong thing just to drop them a note to say, I'm praying for you. I know this is hard. And, you know, and just invite them, get them to coffee, get them to do. If they're alone for the first time at Christmas, invite them into your home. And they can say no, that they won't do it. But just the idea of someone reaching out to you and knowing that they care is a huge, huge blessing. Because yeah, we've it, been there. Yeah, it, it is. And, and probably words cannot convey the significance of what that means. 
And again, we would say if you as a couple are in a place that one, if not, or both of you are thinking, this is going to be hard Christmas. This is going to be whatever. Then know that, you know, like I said, acknowledge that, you know, lean in to others who can support and help you. And again, lower your expectations for what this has to look like and be about. You know, it may be part of the fabric of your story where you look back again and say, you know, those are some really hard times, but we were just resolute to hang in there. We didn't have all the ooey-gooey feelings, but we were just committed to say, God, we're in this. We're leaning into you, and we're going to just keep walking through this, even though this isn't particularly a fun-feeling time. So as we uh, wrap up tonight, um, I think some of the things I would just say is, hey, holiday time, Thanksgiving, Christmas, it is it's a time of celebration. Thanksgiving, a time of expressing gratitude. Christmas, a celebration of the birth of Christ. I know there's so much more to it now in our secular culture. But boy, just embrace it. Hey, figure out what works for you. Man, enjoy those times with friends and family and appreciate them for what they are. And maybe it's as we get older, I realize how quickly those things pass. But slow down and just enjoy the moments that are a part of it. Yeah. Any last advice from you, Jean? That's what I would say. Again, it, it, it goes quickly and it can be hard at times, but there can be a sweetness and again, embrace the moments. Don't let the activity just make you miss just the, the majesty of it. So with that, we wish you a very, very happy Thanksgiving, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. We're not going to do another one for Christmas? We might, but this is the whole holiday, so we'll get it in the case oh, someone okay, just hears this just, one. That's true, so, yeah. And I don't like happy holidays, so. Uh, <laughs> we'll right. say We're happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, is. and uh, we'll catch you later and uh, keep on forging those strong marriages.